mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey guys, um, don't forget that we have a brand new bonus app on Stitcher this Wednesday. And then this Friday, we have our Cut for Time clips on Patreon. You're not going to want to miss either. More Melissa, more Megan, more is more, 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 more. Indulge. It's a good time. And welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. I hope you're watching this because Kingsley's here and this bod. Oh my God, stop I'm, it. I'm sorry. I, I also probably should have asked you if it was okay. I immediately, the first second I saw you, I was like, your biceps. Uh, you're so ripped. I feel so objectified. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but you just look great. Thank you. Not to make you uncomfortable. It. Thank you so much. I'm you just look great okay. too. Oh, thank you. You look fresh, relaxed. I washed my hair. I took some CBD. I have some really bad cramps. So I am actually pretty fucking relaxed you're right on the now. CBD oh, good. I it is the only thing that helps me with like migraines and cramps okay. like with painkillers 
but it like <laughs> maybe makes it's the painkillers. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not. It's Advil. Like it's not real oh painkillers. <laughs> like <laughs> it. it. It's no. The CBD is like actually what helps so much, and it like uh-huh. can make me fall asleep and be relaxed. Like I just never knew what it was like to like not be like a high strung person. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like someone might describe me as chill. Oh, on CBD. Plus is like, no, you're still not chill. Oh my God. But like, this okay. is chill me. And I'm not like writhing in pain. Um, mm-hmm. Well, if you guys are new here, this is an advice podcast. Um, and if you want to call in, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And this is your second time on, right? Yes. <gasps> Fuck yeah. We had such a good time last time. time. Yeah. yeah, it was scandalous. It, yeah. I loved your advice. So I'm like really fucking excited. Did you ever hear back from that person that like slept with their straight best friend <gasps> and the girl found oh, out? Oh no. I don't know if we did. <sighs> no, we did. If you're still out there. I think yeah. about that every day. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> I need to go back and listen. We have to find her. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Well, Ooh. should we hop in? Let's yeah. do it. Hello, Megan, Melissa, and guests. So I am 22 years old, and I have um, some sort of weird little things. I don't know if you call it that, but um, so I, me and my sister went clubbing um for Pride with a couple of our friends that we like grew up with in high school. We're like really close and all that and we have this like one friend well mostly my sister is like really really close with him and um he and i like kind of hit it off and we like danced our asses off got really drunk never having a wet pussy ever again don't i I don't even know what's in there but it tastes like diabetes anyways um well we like accidentally kissed and by accidentally it's because he like tried to like playfully kiss me in the cheek and i turned my head and then we were like ah anyway um I don't know, like, then we ended up, like, like, I don't know, like, it's just weird, and, like, I know that they're really, 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 really close friends with each other, and he and I, like, really got close in high school, and now we're, like, I guess closer now, so, I don't know, I just, like, don't want to make it weird, because, like, they're really best friends, and, you know, like, it's weird when, like, siblings and friends, like, date each other, and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Oh no, I'm like rambling. I'm not making any sense. I forgot my medication. Anyways, just please help me. I don't know. Like, I just don't want to make it weird. Like, do I just ignore it and like casually go on Tinder like I am now or uh, just make things awkward? I don't know. Help. Girl. Do you like him? I feel like he has to like him. He, clearly yeah i got so confused in that story at first i thought there was like a girlfriend oh that god he like tried there's some incest there oh no thank god. god no i mean i think you really i think you like him i think that's why you're worried about it being like weird i wonder also like if you were as like subtle at pride as you think that you were because i'm sure your sister saw right you know what i mean it sounds like she had to have seen yeah and why would your sister panic are they not are, if you're close with your sister this is like a non-issue i think yeah. it would get way worse yeah. Than it needs to be. I feel like your sister would be like happy mm-hmm. that you found a guy that at least she knows and trusts mm-hmm. and isn't gonna like fuck you over. Yeah. But I guess he's more worried about if things don't work out. Yeah. Then yeah. that becomes awkward. But you Which, can't worry about that. Yeah, and I and I get that, but I think the only way that you like you can worry about the awkwardness of it and like first of all there's no way to avoid awkward like awkward is just like an inevitable thing that's going to happen in your life like in any situation shit will get awkward um but i think if you're worried about feelings which it sounds like you are like your sisters talk to her because also i think there's definitely 
Like I had friends who like had siblings and like there were some times that it was like, oh, this would be fine if you dated this person. But like if it's your absolute best friend, your only best friend, and then they start dating your sibling and you can't really like talk about it, that can be very different. But I think at the same time, like you there you they're close, but you guys also knew each other in high school. I don't think she necessarily has like she might have like the more of a friendship, but it's not you don't know this guy because of her. Like, so I think that you kind of have, um, you don't need to worry about that as much, but I would just talk to her. And I think if she's like cool with it and chill with it, and if you express, you know, maybe take, maybe take your medication before I always do that before <laughs> like a big long talk where I have to like actually get my words out. Yeah. Um, before the podcast, before the podcast, <laughs> you can tell there's certain points in podcasts where like it starts to wear off and then we go on a break and let's like take your meds. <laughs> You're not finishing sentences. Um, but, uh, if you express to her that you like actually like really like him and you want to see where this goes, um, I would, I would see like gauge how she feels about it and mm-hmm. just be honest with how you feel. And then also I'd say, you're, I don't want to be like, oh my God, you're so young. But like, I mean, it's compliment. You are young. But also I wouldn't stress too much about if it doesn't work out. Um, because also you don't know where her friendship with him is going to be. And if you guys both, if you go into it knowing the consequences of being like, oh, we might like, this might be awkward. So I'm going to really make sure if things start to go south or whatever, that we end it amicably. And you're being aware of the consequences. And I think that's how you avoid shitty ones, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think you have an open window right now. Just be like, yo, we were at Pride and like we made yeah. out and we're dancing. And like, I think I like him. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go with it. Yeah. It's like the best time to do it. 100%. 100%. Talk to your sister and then fi- also maybe find out. If- I would talk to your sister and then find out if he likes you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, make out, kiss. I also love the idea that he's like kiss on the cheek and then they're like, ah! Like, that's so, I can just fully it's picture so that too. Yeah, I love it. I Where did like, that go in the middle though? Like, I know. What was the like, pussy diabetes did, thing? Like, okay, so the, it was drink. a drink. It's called a the drink. wet pussy. Yeah, wet pussy. Oh, it has, why would you serve I that? that? I had vodka, <laughs> I gin, I mean, coconut rum, peach schnobs, and then pineapple juice. I know, I just to say, I take that back. I take that back. In my mind, you're at you were at like, like at a boys and boys, but your sister was there. Yeah. No, so what pussy? People enjoy I mean, yeah. yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. It's fun to order. Yeah. I guess it's not why it's that at Pride. It's more like why I don't know. If I I don't know. I also like as a girl who's like suck dick, I wouldn't order a drink that's like, you know, like sweaty dick. Like sweaty ah! balls. Like sweaty it's gonna, balls. It's gonna taste like sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. <laughs> Do you think the sweaty balls taste like like craft macaroni, the dry, the cheesy part? The actual sweaty balls? Yeah. No, they it don't. depends on they who it is. No, but and like, what they've had to eat and I what they're secreting. You love sweaty balls? Sweaty like after balls. like like yes. a basketball game? But I'm talking yeah. about dry sweat. Like this, like sweat has come and gone. Like it is dry. Like crusty? No. I mean, that's, is wow. that, is that, no. I'm going to say, is it crusty? <laughs> There's not sweat. No, that's, <laughs> that's some other shit. That you just came and you just gave yourself like a dick mask oh with your God. tongue. <laughs> like, that's so gross. No, but I do, I do think sweaty balls, also maybe more smell, kind of like the dry cheese from Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Wait, what is, what, what is Kraft Macaroni and Cheese coming from? That's the smell. That's what you think? That's or what is it, that from that's your the experience, smell. you think? Got is it that. every guy or is there a certain guy? No, no. I've always thought this. But also at the same time, I haven't smelled Kraft macaroni and cheese in forever. This was like a thing that I said in high school, along with tequila tastes like barbecue sauce and caramel mixed together. <laughs> <laughs> Dark tequila. Um, well, yeah, I think you're in a good position. I think uh, just tell everyone how you feel. And yeah, also assess how you feel. And like maybe give it a couple days for you if you're unsure exactly. Like, But if you've been on Tinder and you're like swiping and you're like, oh, I'm not really into these guys. I think that's a good way to tell like, oh, I really do like this guy. 
Yeah. Give it, give it a shot. Go for it. Yeah. Not a wet pussy shot, though. No. <laughs> no. Give it to a, a dry pussy shot. Yeah. <laughs> no. I do wonder what that tastes like. Not real oh, wet pussy. Okay. <laughs> no, the shot. I can just, like, you know, if I ever wanted to, but I'm just curious. We'll Google it. Yeah. Yeah. You have one. You said? Yeah. They're tasty. Oh. Because it's just like juice. Yeah. It's all juice and then gin and juicy. Yeah. I was on the emphasis on juice. juice. <laughs> it's juice. It's juicy. Juicy. Okay. Juicy pussy. Juicy. <laughs> 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 Hi, Megan. Uh, Melissa and potential guests. I'm going to try and keep this simple and sweet. Um, so I, my boyfriend and I have been together about four years. And I live in a really shady area of town and am doing so because I just don't have enough money for rent. So he suggested that uh, we should start to share the bedroom that he rents and that we could split the rent. And it would be about the same price for me, a little less um, and be in a safer area. And I think it would be a lot better for my mental health because I definitely have issues with anxiety, um, especially living in that area because it's just so crime ridden. But the problem is that, so he is renting the same house that his parents rented when he was growing up in, and then he took over the lease when they left and got some of his cousins and his sister to move in, and so they all each have different bedrooms, and then they split the rent together. Um, and the problem with that is his bedroom has not changed um, because of that, and he does not want to change it because he's such a nostalgic person, and so... His solution to the whole idea is that I should, with my extra money, get a storage unit and put my stuff in it. And it's to the extent that, like, I'm not able to store enough towels to be able to bathe throughout the week. Um, and his solution, his solution is basically, oh, just, like, go and, you know, reuse your towels, which I don't fucking do and I don't understand. Um, and there's like not enough space in his bedroom partly because like he's kept old toys. There's not enough space in the bathroom because he's let his sister share um, the bathroom space, even though she has her own bathroom and he has his own bathroom all to himself. Um, and I sat down with him and basically explained to him, look, like you're not ready for this if you don't want to make these changes. And then he gets super upset and He's like, no, 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 no. Like, I am ready. And then doesn't do anything at all. And I'm really tired of it. And I'm really tired of trying to explain to him, look, like, this doesn't work. And you need to stop pretending it's going to work because you don't want to change anything. Um, so I'm just wondering if you have any advice. Um, he's 25, by the way, and out of school. Ooh, you had me going until toys. Can we going until towel? <laughs> <laughs> True. Like True. I was expecting there like not to be space. Yeah. For, like I don't know her clothes or yeah. like a foosball table. Yeah. Her yeah. laptop. She's in school. Like towel. A towel. Yeah. Some towels. Like Gross. you can't find anywhere in the house for some towels. <laughs> it's like under the bed. You can't get one of those storage things. Do you think he has? The, it's already all full know. though. I mean, to me, it sounds like there's a difference between like nostalgia and hoarding. Yes. And like, true. Mots is super fucking nostalgic, which like I'm the least nostalgic person in the world. Mm -hmm. Like someone gives me like a card and I feel obligated to keep it. But I'm like, I don't like we get wedding invita invitations. I'm like, put it on my calendar. I'll toss it. Like I'm yeah. not like a I don't know. I'm not like sentimental. It's my Aquarius rising. Um, <laughs> and sh like, but there's like a difference between keeping like 
letters and like things that are really important to you and like maybe like one like toy that you had as a kid and photos but keeping everything is to me that's just that's like a different level like it's not yeah. wanting to move on especially if it's toys yeah, like he's like 25 he's not years old with that i mean i have a box full of cards that i've gotten since i was like eight yeah and I have like certain things like all my Harry Potter books oh, and just like yeah. stuff in my room at home home. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, like I wish I knew where the relationship was going. Because it's like if it's still his parents' house, yeah. maybe they also like to keep it the same. But because they rented it. They rented out. it. They rented oh, so it. And so there. he picked up the lease after them. But yeah. he grew <sighs> up in that house. So it's always been a lease. <sighs> I know. Not like maybe he puts his toys in storage with some of right. her stuff. Oh like, yeah, there has to be a compromise. Those core things that you both need, and then any of that supplemental stuff. If he's not looking at it every day and using it every single day, or even like once a week, that should be the stuff that goes into storage. So it should be both of your storage units. Mm -hmm. Like you should just share one. He can put the toys in. If you have extra furniture that you want to keep eventually, with you guys got your own place or you got your own place later down the road um, that you really like, you can keep that stuff there. But also, do you have to move in with him? Like. I get that well, it this sounds is like she's like miserable at her place. And I think yeah. you should move, but is he the only person that you can live with? Right. But I would also say, like, I think moving in with a significant other, it shouldn't be done. Um, I think if you don't have to do it out of like need and necessity, I think it can be better. But already you're starting off before you move in with all of these obstacles. Drama. And yeah, and moving in together is hard. It is. It really is. It's really hard to live with somebody. Um and yeah, there's some stuff that like you'll also just kind of, I don't know, like when you move in with your brother, you have to deal with. Especially when there's family there. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to do this. No. Like, just, I, there's too many people in this house. Too many. Mm -hmm. And the sister's using the bathroom yeah. and you can't put your towels anywhere. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot. And I feel like maybe she, if it, she said it's a little less than what she's paying now. Yeah. Yeah. But she's not like trying to. She didn't say. She didn't specify that she's trying to save money. She just wants to get, get out, out of the that neighborhood she was in. Yeah, maybe there's a way for you. And even if it's like finding a very safe, random on like a like through like college or through like anyone that you like a friend of a friend and find that. Like, I mean, my one of my friends, she's thinking about moving to San Francisco, and she met this really great, nice guy on. Um, uh, uh, Craigslist who works at Restoration Hardware which I was like oh he's vetted he works at Restoration yeah. Hardware they do so much vetting there like I'm sure they did a background check like yeah. he seems wonderful and great furniture exactly and I was like it's gonna be totally your style yeah. he's gonna be very type A probably also a Virgo like her yeah. um, so I think like you there, there's a better way to do it and also like because the same thing with like, the cousins and the sister um he's off and like I think it's nice that he's definitely being accommodating to the fact that they're the women so oh I'm gonna give them more bathroom space and all that stuff but if mm -hmm. also that they're not being like oh his girlfriend's gonna move in oh let us move all of our shit and be accommodating for you you're gonna move in and you're not gonna feel like you live there like yeah. you're gonna feel like you're crashing facts. there absolute facts so yeah it's I feel like she this is hard because mm -hmm. I had a friend that was living also in like a really shitty area. Yeah. And she just like went, she was telling me like a couple weeks ago, actually all the stuff she dealt with, like people breaking into her house and this oh, woman fuck. trying to fight her in the courtyard. <laughs> um, and it's just like, I, I totally get like wanting to escape, mm -hmm. but I feel like if the relationship means something to you and you're already seeing these like red flags about mm -hmm. moving, you should definitely find 
an alternative solution. Yeah. Because you don't want to like force your boyfriend to change. Yeah. But it's like you also want to maintain your mental health. Mm-hmm. And the two mm-hmm. <laughs> in this situation seem to conflict. Yeah. Like you can't do one without the other. And like if your goal is, which it should be to like better your mental health. I don't think that this situation, I think it might, it's going to be a different sort of like anxiety and frustration. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to feel like you want your place to feel like a safe homey haven. It's just going to feel like you're squatting in some a hoarder's apartment. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the relationship is fine. Yeah. Except for this. So yeah. it's like, I wouldn't even want to put that stress on that if mm-hmm. that's like one of the good parts of your life. Yeah. And he might grow out of it to a point where he wants to get move into another place. And I would say that would probably be a lot easier for him to get rid of his shit because it's not he hasn't changed it because he hasn't had to. And mm-hmm. so like if I think back to like the my parents house, my bedroom probably I haven't been back in a long time, but like I'm sure it probably looks quite similar yeah. to when I lived there. But like I and if I still continued to like live there, I would have and I moved in with my boyfriend, I would have a hard time changing it because like that's what you're used to. But if then eventually he decides that like he wants to move out and move in with you and you guys get a new place together, I think all of that stuff will kind of get pared down and like half a bathroom. That's not fair. <sighs> While the sister's getting a bathroom and a half. Yeah. That's gonna be a mess. Like, are they gonna you know glam how you every get day? When it's like you're picking between me and your sister, like yeah. it's just uh-huh. like get no, stop it. No, <laughs> I couldn't do that. It's I, too much. No, I can be. I I need to be the only woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at sharing. I feel that. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And it, that reminds me, of, like, think like a man when like Michael Ely was fighting with. Wait, was it Michael Ely? Like the mama's boy? No, Terrence J. His character oh, so was cute. like Regina Hall kept having. To fight him and his mom. And I see that happening if this uh-huh. girl is in the house with him and his sister. Yep. It's just like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. Oh, well, I have a meeting in like 30 mm-hmm. minutes. The boyfriend's just sitting there. He's like, are you going to say something? Mm-hmm. Oh, this bitch God. out of the bathroom. That, yeah. Like, it's too much. That's too, that's no, that's not fun. That's not fun. Though I do appreciate your boyfriend living with like two women. I feel like he must be very sensitive too. I mean, clearly. <laughs> yeah. All the toys. <laughs> also, do you desperately want to know what kind of toys? Like, yeah, I want to know picture so bad. Are we talking Legos, a bop it? He's 25. So it's the toys Joe's. that mm. I, okay. Well, praying for you and your towels <laughs> and your relationship. Let us know how it goes. And your mental health. Yeah. No, seriously, 100%. I hope you get out of that. Area. Yeah. And also download the app. Um, uh, Noonlight is a great one for if you ever feel unsafe. I found it on Twitter because like, you know, people retweet those like very scary videos, people following them. And it's basically um, not sponsored, but it's basically an app uh, in which like if you're in an unsafe situation, you hold down the um, there's like a button on it. And as soon as you let go, that's the alert. It geotracks your phone and they alert someone of your location. And then you can enter in a passcode, but you only have like five seconds to do it. So if someone else, like if you had an attacker who's like, enter in the passcode, like they can't do it super, you can't do it super, fa- you have to do it super, super, super fast. Um, and then they uh, will send uh, police to your exact geolocation and it keeps tracking you, even if they like turn off your phone or anything. Um, so it's a great one. And also like if like you do it by accident or it ends up being fine, they'll still send somebody, somebody like to check and uh it's like there's like someone to talk to if you can say like, oh, this was the person who was like following me or being creepy or whatever. Oh, so it's a awesome. great one. Yeah. I made all my friends who live like close to the Tenderloin in San Francisco download it. I'm like, please, please do this. Please, guys. Uh, well, best of luck. On to the next. Hey, Megan. Big fan. Hi, your guest today. Um, my can't say my name. Um, 
I have a best friend who I have had for years, like since high school. I'm 21 years old, turning 22. And she um, and I go out in the town together all the time because we're both just a little socially awkward. But together, we have just enough confidence to really go out and have fun and dress how we want to and do what we want to. So we just give each other that boost all the time. We are best friends. We talk about everything. We even get high with her mom and laugh about things. And the other night we went out and we met this really sweet guy and he danced with both of us. He talked to both of us and it wasn't even her or I who asked for his number. It was actually her mom playing our wing woman, which was actually hilarious. And we died laughing about it. And I don't know. I guess I just thought that we'd both wait to contact him and then I found out the next day she had asked to go out with him and he went out with her and I didn't realize how much it would affect me like I was literally a puddle of tears and it's not even like anyone had did on him I just thought that it would move slower and that I might have a chance speaking like within the situation, I just came out as bisexual and as demisexual. So dating for me is awkward enough. And I'm also not skinny. And sometimes that can mess with my self-esteem. And to have someone make me a priority, it just hadn't happened in a really, really, really long time. And I hadn't been that happy in forever. And I don't think she realized how much, how much it hurt. And I told her about it and I told her how I felt and she was really dismissive. And of course, I don't want to be selfish and take away her happiness. But at the same time, it feels kind of messed up. But anyways, I hope I give you enough information. I don't want to take too long. Um, but yeah, she's a few years older than me. She's moving in a little bit. And I don't know. I thought that she might be able to let me have this one for a change because I always do feel like her wing woman. And I confided in her about that before just because she's more traditionally the standard of beauty. So I guess maybe my own insecurities kind of sabotage me, I suppose. Any advice, ladies or fellas, <laughs> who's ever on the podcast today? Thank you, guys. I want to be her friend. Right? You are so fucking sweet. Ugh. That voice. I know, right? Yeah. I just like want her to like read me a bedtime story and oh, give yeah. me compliments. Wow. Any well, thoughts? Took a turn. I thought they were going to get them together. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first thing I'd say is like, obviously you can't go back in time, but and as close as you are with your friend's mom, your friend's mom has her daughter's interest at heart. Like mm -hmm. when she's getting the number, she's not getting the number for you. She's getting it for her kid. And the part that you said that you felt like no one had prioritized you and all of that. First of all, strip boys are fucking idiots. Like they're just like the fucking worst. Like they're so dumb. Like they really truly are. Like I said, like white straight men are like a whole different breed of humans. Um, and if the purge happens, I think only a few will survive. Um, <laughs> tru truly. I don't like I, there. You think they're on everybody. There's so everyone has at least like, if you know a white straight guy, there's at least like five girls. Like, no, he's my number one on my shit list. If the purge happens, like there's only a few who are going to go through. I don't even know if Mots would end up unscathed. Like I might be single. Who knows? Um, but I think like when you said like you, you think your insecurities are talking, I, I would say that I think your insecurities were, which is fine. I'm totally, I'm a very insecure person. I think that 
they prevented you from like seeing the fact that like he wasn't prioritizing you from the beginning. Like he was dancing with you and your, your, your friend. He was flirting with both of you guys. Like he was keeping it really open-ended. He wasn't prioritizing you. Like that's why this happened. And that's not the guy for you. Also, I don't think it's the guy for your friend either. I think like any person that's going to be interested in you, like my friends and I, when we used to go out, if one guy came up and just like immediately was talking to us as a group, like flirting, we're like, no, dude. He's like, just casting his line. Yeah. And seeing who's going to, yeah, who's going to bite. And it's, it mm-hmm. should be a guy like who comes up to like one of you or talks to you. And then it's so, is clearly really focused on one of you and not like, oh, I'll take whoever's interested in me. And so I just think like from the beginning, like it's rough because I've, I don't know. I've definitely been there. I've had like friends who who always get the guy and I always like was definitely getting sloppy seconds. Um, And it, it just at a certain point, like you want somebody the greatest feeling ever, like you're saying, is like when someone chooses you, I think you're just a little misconstrued on like what that is and what that feeling is. And I think if you can like, I hate to say like practice self-love or whatever, but like I go to therapy all the time now. So like now that's the things that I say, but you have to prioritize like yourself to then know what it's like and what it feels like to see when someone else is doing that to you. Because if you don't do that, it's not even like, oh, if you don't love yourself, no one else can love you. Cause like, I don't believe that. But if you don't like, you don't even have to like yourself all the time. You can still be insecure, but if you don't like prioritize yourself, whatever that means for you, like putting yourself first, like, oh, I'm like, I'm going to wake up an hour earlier and like read my book that I really want to do. Like, I want to do like do things that are just about me that I really like. Then when you see like meet some guy or girl, whoever um, you're talking to at the time, like you're going to be able to tell when they do that to you. And it's not just attention because like attention is very different than like singular attention. Like if he's giving attention to like all of you, it's not your friend's responsibility to be like, oh, here, you can have this guy. That's just a shitty guy. Right, so though? That's truth. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> you really laid yeah. it out there and told her. I mean, that's what needs to be done. I guess yeah. that's what this is. Because, like, would you go, if, like, if someone came up to you and a group of friends and was like, hey, like, what's up? And it, like, does, doesn't, like, attention on one. Like, don't oh, yeah. you think sleazy? I'm territorial. Yeah. If you're talking to everybody, get away from me. Yeah. I don't even want a drink from you. Like, just stop it. Mm-hmm. You can have him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly like, it what it is. It doesn't even make sense. But I feel bad for her. Me too. But what you said is so true. Like you... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, from the beginning, like it was never, I think, going the way that she thought it was going in her yeah. head. Um, and that's sad. And I do relate to that because I definitely, like you said, have been the ugly duckling. Mm-hmm. And like next to the friend that's just like... Ugh. Oh, that I know. and like Good every guy sports. is just like yep. just passing me yep. by. <laughs> Bye. Getting whiplash and yeah. another one and another one. But um, it's it, it's a it sucks. That feeling sucks. Oh yeah. So I definitely get what she's going through, especially if her friends moving. Um, but then again, I I feel like because of her complex, mm-hmm. like she's even thinking about it way further than it ever might have gone. Yeah. Because I feel like she's like, oh, my friend's leaving. She should have let me have this guy thinking like they're going to just yeah. elope and date and get married and all this stuff. Um, and I think for your age, you can't look at prospective relationships like that. Mm-hmm. Take it like a day at a time. Yeah. Um, because once you get all these images in your head and how you think things are going to go is when you end up in situations like this where you're kind of disappointed. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I like Googled this one time recently because I was like, am I a codependent person? And then I read it and I was like, oh, no, I'm definitely not a codependent person. Okay. Um, but I like 
I I thrive. I'm not good in situations like alone. Like I get terrible social anxiety. And if I have like one friend there, but I don't want like a ton of friends. Like if I've got like one good friend or a couple good friends there, like that's when I feel like the most me and like the most confident and like the most comfortable to like really be myself. Mm -hmm. So I understand that aspect. And like, I have a best friend like that where when we go out together or we do anything together, like that's like the version of myself that I absolutely like love the most. And like, you're saying that combined confidence and everything like that. But I, when I went away, we both went away to college. That was really hard for me because like, I didn't know how to like have that sense of confidence and really like myself without her, because like, that's the person that I felt and not even like, oh, it's our necessarily combined confidence. But I think you also really like who you are around her. And you like, like the kind of the fun that you have, like the way you talk about your friendship, like it's so sweet. And it's like, so it's just like so great. And I think you now need to practice, especially with her moving away, is finding a like finding different ways and different people. So it's not your confidence and like your comfortability isn't just riding on one person. Yeah. And I still feel far more confident when I have someone with me, but now I don't need to, it doesn't, it cannot, it doesn't need to be just that one specific person. Like I can feel really confident doing certain things with uh like other friends, but also even like the confidence that I had, like I get really nervous going to new workout classes, but like once I start going and I know the person who works at the front desk. Like we're not friends, but I'm like, no, I feel more comfortable because like these are faces that I know. Mm -hmm. um, so I would try and practice that because that confidence and everything like it's you, you bring something. It's like she's not completing you like you're bringing something there, too. Like whether you feel like your confidence tank or whatever is like 50 percent full, like that's still something like you don't yeah. need her to then feel comfortable enough to like talk to like people that you're into. And then maybe it's it's not like throwing yourself and going like I don't advise going to a bar by yourself. Um, uh, but I think like find those different things where you do feel more comfortable. Like maybe you feel more comfortable on apps. Like you feel more comfortable like talking to someone first and you build that confidence. But I think you need to like build that up uh, and realize that someone else is really going to like, they're going to meet you and they're really, they're going to have eyes only for you and really, mm. really like you. And you won't feel so attached to her and like, she needs to like do you a solid. Cause like you're fucking great. You're going to meet someone who's not into your friend and it's not like, Hey, can you do me a solid and like, let me have this one. Like it's going to be someone's like, Oh no, I wasn't looking at your friend. Like I was totally completely into you the whole time. And you're like, Oh what? Like, and that's the feeling when you've been the person who's been overlooked. You're like, shut up me. <laughs> you like me. And it's what? like, Oh great. And then, but then you have to get to the tough part of being like, wait, do you like them? You have to like get over that where I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, I like you. I'm like, Oh, do you like me? Do I like you? Or do I just really like that? You like me. Mm -hmm. That's like a figuring out thing. And please don't let this like ruin your friendship. No, Like I know you've talked to her about this before, but like, it's just one guy. Mm -hmm. Honestly, personally, I like, I root for my friends. Like I yeah. might have a moment where it's like, damn, that dude went over there. But then it's like the next day, I want the details. Like, yeah. let me know how it went. Yeah. How it was, what it looked like. Exactly. <laughs> and like, just make it a Did thing. Did it smell like, like yeah. Did it smell <laughs> like the dried <laughs> mac and cheese? Yeah. Have it like, just, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think it's, feelings are valid and it's okay to like have your moment. Mm -hmm. But like, get over it and like move on and become that relationship that you have again. Like, yeah. talk about it and just like, okay, I lost that one. And don't, the and don't romanticize it because like we're saying from the very beginning, it wasn't what you felt like it was and mm -hmm. what you thought it was. And also, I don't think that they're necessarily like, I don't think that's a really strong footing for their relationship to even go off of. But I'd say like the next time you hang out with your friend, if whether this relationship with him works out or not, if a guy approaches you guys and you can't tell which of you he's flirting with, I would just like 
drop it then like on your end and like you be the one to give it to her even though in reality like you're giving her a guy who's like just like shooting a shot with like the whole group but like you you can take that power back and be like oh here like you take this one yeah you know uh, take the power back yeah and you seem like so fucking lovely and amazing and sweet. Mm-hmm. Literally, like I was just—I didn't even want it to end. I know. I had a great storytelling. Voice. Yeah, you should want to read my book when I do an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. You want to do it for me? She's gonna sound so much nicer though. It's gonna be like, <laughs> and then I called her a cunt and I pushed her down a flight no, of stairs. There were a lot of vocal tone changes right? in that story. I was yeah. like captivated. Right? It's like reading Harry Potter. Like someone reading Harry Potter to you. I'm like every all the characters have different voices. Mm. I love it. I would have loved if the guy was actually into the mom. Oh, or the mom like started texting the guy, and that's who smoked him out. (laughs) That's amazing. I would have died. That would have been. That's the biggest plot twist. What if that's happening? Like we don't even like like the daughter. It's what is that movie? I mean, the daughter is moving. Diane Keaton and um. Oh yeah, yeah. uh, It's complicated. uh, No, um, something's gotta give. Something's Something's gotta gotta give. give. What if we have that situation going on? Mm -hmm. Mom starts fucking the boyfriend. Yeah. Wow. I, res- I I mean I don't respect that, but like but I, I respect it. <laughs> like it's a power fucking move. Yeah. It's a power move. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, 
in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like... <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are a part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards 
And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got The Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like, people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that I was like sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Okay, guys, we're back, and uh, let's hop into the rest. Hi, Megan. You know, I call so many times, I should probably just be on your podcast. Um, but basically, I'm 2020 year, 22, wow, 2020, <laughs> oh my God, I'm 22 years old, and I'm having issues with one of my best friends. Um, she has kind of just been an asshole. She blew me off on her birthday. I asked her to uh, basically go out to brunch with me, and, like, I was going to, you know, plan this whole thing, and then I text her the night before. She didn't respond. Text her in the morning. She didn't respond until like three o'clock uh, in the afternoon, and she said, "Oh, sorry, I was. I'm already out with people. Maybe, um, maybe some other time." And that kind of hurt my feelings. So I was like, "Okay, whatever." And then she comes over to my neighbor's house all the time, but she doesn't even say hi to me. Um, I don't really get to see her that often because we both work off the schedules. But I'll pull up to my house and see that she's there, and um, I guess. She just parks her car there when they go out. But I don't know. It's just kind of, it kind of just like, well, I mean, you can't like come see me or make time for me, but you can go to my neighbor's house. Anyways, um, I really didn't say anything until the final straw. I invited her to come to my college graduation. I really wanted her there. And I sent her a text about uh, two months before and asked her if she would go. She said, yes, absolutely, definitely wouldn't miss it for the world. And then I made a Facebook page, invited literally everybody that I knew, um, and she didn't respond to the invite. She didn't comment on any of the posts, and I know that she was on Facebook because she was posting other things. Um, and she didn't show up. She didn't say ha happy graduation. She didn't say anything. So I texted her asking her why she was ignoring me, if I did something, or if she's ghosting me. And she said that uh, she thought that it was impersonal and that I don't really reach out to her either. And I just kind of thought it was bullshit because she's constantly going out drinking at night. Um, she's always, always, always posting on her social media that she's out of the bar, that she's wasted, that she is, you know, going to all these different, like, I don't know, events, rodeos, concerts, whatever. So 
I mean, I don't know. It does go both ways, but she just kept turning that around on me because I confronted her about it. And I was trying to be really nice. Um, but I kind of just got fed up. So uh, I could really use some advice. And thank you so much. Love you. The rodeo is fucking great. Okay. No, I know. But like, she just is listing off all of these things. And I was like, are you just like on thesaurus for like here. events? Like, rodeo. It was like a rager. It was a party. It was a shindig, a hoedown, a rodeo. Like, that's what I felt like. I love that. I was like, no, but literally oh my rodeo. Oh, God. Wow. I mean, cut her off. What is going on? Do you like her? Your friend. But do you, yeah. Like, do you even like her? Who would not come to. Your college graduation, if they were invited and they're your friend, like your friend. Yeah, it's just you, like no one. Like that's not a like a thing. Like I when I I went to my best friend's graduation and I like flew there to go. Like, what? Like it's 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 just a, like the idea that it's a impersonal thing. Mm-hmm. I had like a friend like once even like we weren't even really great friends. It was definitely like she put more effort into the friendship than I ever did. But um, she got. The final straw for her was the fact that, like, for my birthday, I didn't want to hang out with just her. And that she was like, well, what do you mean, like, you're having all these people? Like, that's just, like, I'm your best friend. And I'm like, well, not actually my best friend. Like, I, I don't. But, like, it was one of those things that it was like, I'm inviting you. But it was like, no, that's like, this is the kind of, this is the kind of friendship that I need from you. And if you can't give me that, then, like, you're not worth my time. Which, at a certain point, I'm like, then fine. Like, if that, I can't give you that, then go find that with somebody else. And I think, like, I don't even think your friends necessarily be being possessive because it's, like... She's saying like, oh, that was a really impersonal thing. And like. It's not even that. You, you at least wanted to have your friend in yeah. addition to other people. She's out with other people and didn't even invite the girl. She's literally She's next like, door. Yeah. Knocking <laughs> her up. Like, this is not. This sounds almost delusional. Yeah. And if she's posting about her being out all the time, like I get that it's a two-way street that like two people do kind of need to re- reach out to make a relationship work. But if she's posting about being out all the time and like you're not like that's you're seeing someone who's like oh she looks busy like she hasn't invited me out to go do this stuff like she's making these plans I think also like I don't want to put like words and thoughts in your mouth in your mouth or your head but I don't think you like her I just don't think that you wanted to be the one that to get ditched I think like as I'm if I'm the kind of the person I'm like if someone I find out someone hates me I'm like pissed that I didn't hate them first that I'm like I'm pissed I waste all the time being mm. fucking nice to you like now I like I didn't even fucking like you but like now now I want to win and I think like you have to reass- like assess like I don't think you want to be friends with this girl. I just think that y- she's being so shitty that you don't want to then be the villain because you're not. But like she's just going to paint you like that no matter what. Like I don't think she's going to see the error in her ways. And do you really want to hang out with somebody who hasn't invited you to go do stuff for months? And no. Ditched, you're ditched your like all of that stuff. Like sh- you're just not a priority to her and it's not worth your time. Like a friend who wants like plain brunch and a whole day for your birthday. Like Oh my God, spend that time on some other friends who would like really appreciate that. Like, or at least say, no, I don't want to do that. It sounds like she's not even answering her. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. It's no, that's just, and you did nothing wrong. I just don't think, I think she's being a bitch and is trying to ghost you. But when you ask, as someone who's a ghost, serial ghoster, if you ask me if I'm ghosting, I'm going to say no. And that's what she's saying. She's mm-hmm. like, no, of course not. Or I won't respond because that's what a true ghost does. True. Just fades <laughs> away. I don't know. It made me Boo sad. Bitch. Yeah. It's like weird. Like, I don't know. Like, she's t- just seeing her on social media and like, mm-hmm. I'm texting her, but she's not responding. Like, it's just, it's, it's, have some self-respect. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, 
I don't even think the girls, I mean, she's being a bitch, but like, you're also like going way past your expiration date. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, why are you reaching out to her still? Yeah. Why are you even inviting her to your graduation if she ditched your birthday plans and is constantly next door? Mm-hmm. And like, I just, people have to value themselves. Yeah. And take that as who she is now. Don't mm-hmm. think about, oh, all the great times we had. I really like her. I really miss her. You they miss gone. that relationship. She's that, gone. That's not fucking there. She and if that's gone. not there and you see that relationship, do you want that? Do you want, you no. don't have this. So yeah, this is, you're right. It's, it's a relationship that's way past its expiration date. And I think like you seem like a very like understanding, nice person who's trying to get it back to where it was before. But unless you have two people who are making a conscious effort, like girl, you're no. just about to be friends with the girl who's like a total bitch who doesn't give a shit about you. You got a degree. Fuck her. Yeah. A hundred percent. Goodbye. Mute her or just block. Her. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, Mute people... or block and just key your car. No, that is car. interesting what you said though. I feel like some people do have that thing where like if someone's going away, mm-hmm. they want them oh, to come back. Yeah. It's just like, they just can't let it go. And I've like definitely done that before, especially when like if if someone's treat a friend has treated me badly and mm-hmm. I've taken it and I've let it happen and then they start turning around as if I've been the like the person who's been a bitch. That's like psychological mind fuck. And it's like and then when someone tells you like you've been doing something and if you've been kind of like letting someone else kind of treat you like shit and like you've been taking it and then they tell you you've been treating them badly if you don't have like a a crazy amount of confidence and like a ton of other friends to like compare and contrast the situation to if like that's really your like core friend then you can get in your own head and like I definitely was like am I being a bitch like am I not and then I got older and I was like oh no like I don't you don't need anybody who doesn't need you and like I've definitely like I can definitely, even like when like dating, if like I was dating a guy and like I was like, uh, if he started to pull away, even if I wasn't that interested, I would then be like, oh no, now I'm more interested. But I'm like, I'm not. You have to like sit back and realize and think like, oh, is this like a a aspect of like, I want to fix this because like I truly think that like it's a misunderstanding. I don't think it's a misunderstanding. Like I think you just want to fix this because like you want the old relationship and it really hurts to see someone I don't know. It sucks when a a friendship or a relationship ends and like you didn't want it to, like Mm -hmm. you didn't ask for this to happen. So you're doing, you're putting like a hundred, like 200% into it to try and like get it back because you didn't want it to end and you didn't consent to this ending. You didn't ask her to do any of this stuff. Like it's not your idea, but it's happening and you can't stop it from happening. Like you just got to get yourself out of the situation. And then you'll realize like a couple years down the road when you have like other friends who will be there for like anything, like, it's it's remarkable i definitely yeah. had my fair share of really terrible shitty friends and now i like have friends like aceland's in canada right now and i was like when are you coming home she goes oh well let me know what you want to do for your birthday and i'll come back either like three like right around like either like three days before your birthday if we want to do something like after like i'll come all the time i was like oh wow okay cool like that's just like you're just gonna like fly home and like be here for my birthday cool <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like you know like the friends who will just like be there when you need shit and you don't have to like i don't know you shouldn't yeah, real. pull teeth for somebody to be your friend. Exactly. And it's also not a friendship because then you're it's not going to feel comfortable asking for support or anything because you're just going to be afraid she's going to like peace out at any moment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things just run their course. Yeah. Like maybe y'all just outgrown each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's scared to say it and like yeah. just can't deal with it. I think I've been in that situation before too. Oh yeah. It's like I don't want to hang out with someone, but I like think of an excuse at least. I won't just not reply, mm. but it's just like... It is awkward sometimes when you grow apart and it's like, why are we hanging out? Like, yeah. are we just remembering what we used to do mm-hmm. when we have nothing in common anymore? Um, 
But it's like, how do you vocalize that? And it's hard because <laughs> it's like, are both people on the same page at the same mm-hmm. time? Or are you not? And then if you're like, if you feel like the relationship's run its course and you still keep like hanging out, are you getting like frustrated? And like, is there animosity? And like, it just becomes this like very awkward thing because rarely are both people on the same page at the same right. time. On to the next. I am 21 years old and I'm calling about a boy. So I recently, like in the last month, uh, was broken up with. We were together for a year and he kind of dumped me suddenly. Um, Pretty much for the whole relationship, I was kind of a support for him. I mean, I have my own apartment with a roommate. I'm in school. I have my own job and I'm financially independent. Um, He still lives at home and works and is kind of doing the community college thing, kind of not. So I kind of just supported him financially. There was a period of time when he lived with me. So, I mean, things were kind of pretty one-sided looking back um, from an emotional standpoint as well. I never really felt supported uh, leading up to our breakup. Uh, he had actually gotten me pregnant and he broke up with me pretty much at the start of my abortion process. So I went through that alone. And I know that's like all of these reasons are enough to be done with the person. But after a month of being broken up, he reached out again and wanted to get back together and, you know, has been like catering to me the past week that we've been in contact and really wanting to get back together. And I've just kind of been enjoying having the friend back. Um, But last night I found out that while we were broken up, he had sex with a girl, you know, that had kind of been a problem for us for a while. And I'm just not really sure how to handle it. Um, He'd been lying to me for the whole week, telling me that they hadn't had sex. And his friend just kind of like drunkenly blurted it out. And I just, I don't know. I feel like everything is telling me to be done with this guy, but I love him so much and he seems so apologetic that I just, I don't know what to do. So any advice would help. I hope this isn't too long. Bye. Girl, have Bonnie from Monterey push him down the stairs. Yes. <laughs> Literally, oh. this is a mess. Yeah. It's like, is his rent due? Is he like Honestly, getting close to Honestly, what does he need? Did he, he find that money? You. Did he find out the other girl couldn't pay for shit? Yeah. Lying, like lied about it. Not even coming back clean. Like yeah, coming mm-hmm. back out the gate just dirty. You need to stop it. Yeah, you. And also, like a guy, like a guy who's going to break up with you when you're going through an abortion, and then comes back after. <laughs> Is not a that's a boy that is a little fucking boy who's like oh okay so I'm back now like I'm really apologetic like that's that's like someone like if you would like a like a oh, I don't want to compare it to that but like if you have some like where like a, something traumatic happens in your life that they're like oh I'm gonna break up and then once you're doing awesome and like you're like you've moved through that like that period of time that they come back like he doesn't want to be there with you when he actually has to do something like when you can't be when you need support and you need like 
even not even financial support you need like emotional support and just like a partner he's gonna peace out until he feels like oh she's probably ready to like come like let me mooch off of her again like there's certain things i like i surprise i mean i hold grudges but like there are like i've forgiven people from for shitty things that they've done but like and I understand what you mean by saying like, oh, he seems like incredibly apologetic. No, there are no. some things I don't. that, <laughs> but there are some things that like, but that, that, that don't apply, that, that, that doesn't apply to. He can't be apologetic for that because that's a, like, that's a fucking like heathen, like fucking devil, terrible person going straight to hell, sociopath kind of move. Like that's a block. You don't, that's, that's you don't move no. past that. You no. don't move past someone who's like, Oh, I'm like, we like we're pregnant and like we're going to terminate this abortion. And they're like, I'm going to break up with you. Like, that's not something that you move past. And like, he's just a shit, a shit, shit, shit guy. And there's like, there's no way around it. Like you had a year of it and you also had all of this clarity. And I think now like you felt really abandoned at a time when you really needed him and at 20 yeah and like you can be pissed off and like you should be really angry but then when he comes back like he's playing to the fact that he had your emotions for a year and you just need to recognize like anyone who's not going to be with you through that like also even a guy who even shitty guys guys who aren't as shitty as him but like even shitty guys would stay with a girl through an abortion Mm -hmm. and break up with her six months after. My friend got abortioning in college and she went back home with her parents while Mm -hmm. she was going through it. And her boyfriend like went home with her and stayed with her and and took care of her during all of that. And they're married now with other kids. So it's just like... It's just not... It's not a common... It's not a thing. Like that's also... Isn't the story you tell your grandkids? Like, yeah, Yeah. well then, this is is what happened and this is how we got together. Like, you know... Anyone with a heart can't... I can't believe mm-hmm. what I just heard. No. I'm in shock. Like, no. this is the kind of thing that people are like, oh, I want to break up with my girlfriend, but I'm going to fucking wait because this is not a time. If someone breaks up with you after an abortion on your birthday, even a week before your birthday, major holiday, funeral, family trauma, anything like that, like that is someone who does not get a fucking free pass. No. Like even shitty guys would stick he through and continue to be there for about you. you at all. No. And he's still lying. Like, yeah. He's yes. lying. Why are you always lying? Look, girl, I know you're. Tw- she's 21 now, right? Yeah. You see, I know what that feels like. Not that. Yeah. But just that young relationship mm-hmm. and like thinking he's apologetic when he comes back and like you have to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. As you grow up, you're going to see that this guy is trash. Yeah. And he is not your be all end all right now. And you need to like really look at what play back what you just said. Mm-hmm. And think about it <laughs> because that is ridiculous. That's so I'm like hurting for her yeah. yeah. because that's just disrespect. And I feel like where are your friends? Like they mm-hmm. should be stopping all of this from happening. Your parents, I don't know your situation. I'm sorry if it's bad, but like the people in your life. Yeah. If they know this went down, there's no way this guy should even be around. Mm-hmm. No, it it's a hundred. It's true. And I think like you need to think about it in the sense that like, Take your feelings out of it. And like you said, like tell the story back to you, but to yourself, but tell it in like a way. And I'm not going to say like, no one should compare their life to a movie, but let's just say, let's say don't, it's not a horror movie. Try and compare your movie, your life to a romantic comedy. Can you be like, so boy meets girl started out. He, she was paying for his entire life, supporting him financially and emotionally, all of that. Then she got pregnant. They got pregnant. She got an abortion. He broke up with her during all of that. Then he came back, slept with another girl, all of that stuff. Like 
is that a romantic story? And is that a story that you hear people talk about and that they move past? Because there are so many people who talk about like whether it's cheating that they moved past that and they, their relationship grew. But that's something that you can talk about. If the things that he did were so terrible that you don't feel like you could tell your family if you have a relationship if with friends that you couldn't see yourself telling your kids that this is the story of how you got together. Or if your friend said like, oh, this is where we're at. Like, does this sound like if you had a year of this, that does not does not a good relationship make you don't mm-hmm. that, that like that's not like one industry like that's not one mistake that's not one thing that you're able to move past like that's a relationship you had a bad relationship because he's a bad fucking guy and that doesn't change you can he can say that he's sorry but he clearly clearly isn't and like the the fact that he didn't even tell you like oh yeah I like slept with someone we were broken up which by the way he's allowed to do if you break up he's allowed to sleep with someone else but the fact that his friend also said that to me that friend is trying to protect you from yeah. him you lied and about it lied. why are you and, lying you and, were single and it's a girl that was causing problems yeah. before so he was probably sleeping with 100%. her before oh my god it's just not it's not worth it and like this isn't a like I can only say like it isn't a love story you love him but this is not a love story this is not a romantic story and I've definitely loved shitty guys through shitty things that they've done but like the older that I get and moving past all of it like you realize like oh I can love you but this doesn't this I can love somebody else and I can have a I deserve a better love than this that doesn't mean that this wasn't love that doesn't mean that that relationship like is like you should have never done it like I'm not saying any of that like you can love somebody despite the fact that like they don't love you how you should be loved back and that that relationship's not going to move forward. Like Mm. when you fall in love, it can be so hard because you think like, Oh, one true love. Like when I fall in love, like that's how I'm going to know you can love people that you like have not ended up with. Like I don't, I truly think that like age wise, like I loved my 16 year old boyfriend, but I loved him as much as I could as for a fucking like 16 to like 17, 18 year old. Mm -hmm. And then as I like dated and like moved on and like dated other guys, like I loved someone else as much as I could love somebody when I was like 21. And then now I'm like 25. Like I like the love that I have for months now, like is so much bigger than that love that I had at 16. But that's not saying that that wasn't real love or that didn't exist or whatever. But it's also knowing that when you go through something really shitty, just because you love him doesn't mean like, oh, I have to stick through this because this is it. Like you're going to fall in love again. Yeah. I think you need like girlfriends right now. And I think you just need, I don't know. I don't want to say it sounds like you're, you have been isolated by him, but it does like, if that's an, like a mo like an emotionally like one sided relationship, which I think can also be like a neglectful, abusive yeah. relationship. And you, need to separate yourself from him to see that and you need to spend time with your friends you need to like let just spend time with like other women and other like people who just like there's no there's no like ulterior motive there aside just to support you because I think also like you went through this thing you went through this alone and I think like where are the roommates she says she has roommates oh yeah and he was over there maybe they're not her friends yeah But I think you need to like, if he was the person that you relied on, I think like you need to open up to some other people. And if you don't have a ton of close friends, like start by like reaching out. Like I think like, especially when you're in your early twenties, like it's really hard to make friends and people really appreciate when other people reach out and make some friends and really like let other people in. Like it's so hard. I'm currently learning how to do that in therapy where it's like, if you only have one person that you open up to and share with and if it's not beneficial for you and or you don't even have that ability to do that, then you don't do it. But that doesn't mean you're not you can't deal with everything alone. Like you need to kind of talk stuff out with friends. And even if you dealt with the abortion on your own and you didn't confide in people like 
confide now. Like you didn't have that then, but like you can still have conversations with people about this and like open up and heal from that because you were, it's like a, it got abandoned in a time when you really needed somebody. And I think now more than ever know that you, that that's, that's a level of like respect. That's like a bare minimum level of respect that you should have from the people in your life. And this should be the new, like, wow, I'm never going to like let anyone, friend, family member, relationship, anyone treat me like that ever fucking again. Like this ever. should be like the cut off. Move forward. Yeah. You will look back. Oh my God. I hope she's okay. <laughs> you are. Yeah. If she keeps messing around with this. No. No. Don't do it. I can't. I'm going to be consumed with this. I'm worried about her because that is toxic. It is super toxic. And if you can afford it, therapy. And if you can't. She's in school. She can go to therapist at school. Yeah. Talk about that. You're. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're telling you to be done. Everyone in your life, I'm sure, is telling you to be done. So you're done. You're welcome. You're already done. Bye. Goodbye. And if he tries to slip his way back and call me. Oh, Mm. we will show up in my new Jeep. Beep, beep. (laughs) Run you over, (laughs) bitch. Ugh. God, what a fucking dick. So now it's time for Don't Blame Them. And this is a segment where listeners call in with their own advice and experience on previous episodes. So, you know, if someone perchance has hit their ex with a car and they're like, oh, done that. Let me tell you how it went. (laughs) This is when they would call in. All right. So the original call was from an Eminem episode. Episode. uh, Me and Eminem. Eminem wasn't on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Season four, episode four. Okay. The original caller, she um, had a friend that was very um, into herself. And the girl thought that everyone was in love with her. And she also thought that she was going to be like a pop singer, but she couldn't sing. And she was also in love with a guy who was gay, who had a boyfriend. And she was like, oh, no, he's not. Sounds like, like a together. damn tragedy. She's also in yeah. love. Well, she with, thinks oh. that her um, friend's boyfriend is in love with her too. Mm-hmm. But here's well, someone okay. calling with, with some similar? advice. Oh. Hi, Megan. I am calling as a response to the June 2 episode that was just posted um, with Mel um, regarding the girl who has the delusional friend. Um, With those types of people that are really, really, really in their own world, I have found that you honestly just have to wait for shit to hit the fan. Um, I have a little bit of a different situation um i have had a friend since mm, 10th grade um and i'm 23 now um he is a really bad compulsive liar um not in any way that has ever been harmful or um malicious just like oh i'm going to play volleyball at hawaii state uh for college when like he didn't even apply like very very strange lies that don't do him any good that don't do anybody else any good like ask him where he was five minutes ago and he'll say the bathroom when he was driving to the restaurant like very very strange things and I feel like this chick is like kind of in the same headspace which I would love to understand um But it turned out that I stopped being friends with him because he, just this past year, because he bought a car from my boyfriend and um, 
did some shady stuff and then didn't pay some of the money and then made this big, big lie about why it like it was not his fault and why it was my boyfriend's fault or ex-boyfriend. And um, it destroyed their friendship. And, and, you know, of course, I'm going to take my boyfriend's side, especially because I know that this is a pattern. But, like, this chick already did something to hurt you. Like, she already went to the extent of saying that your boyfriend was in love with her. And for me, that would have ended the friendship right now or right there. But... Honestly, I think that you should probably just cut ties with this person because it really didn't seem like you like her at all. Um, and it doesn't seem like she really like benefits you. Like you, you should be with hang out with people that benefit you, I think, um, make you a better person, whatever. And just, she just seemed very annoying. Um, but yeah, my advice is to drop her before she hurts you even more. So, uh, Megan, love you. Mel, love you. Thanks for the podcast, lady. Aww. Do you know what that girl's life reminded me of, though? Confessions what? of a Teenage Drama Queen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that girl was well, a one-time one teenage mm, drama queen. A number one me. Billboard Hot 100 hit. Honestly, though, deserved. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking deserved. I, when I was a little kid, I used to, like, in preschool, apparently I, like, lied about shit all the time, um, which, like, makes sense because, like, I, like, wanted to be an actor and also, like, I probably should have gone to, like, a child therapist. Um, <laughs> but uh, I used to, like, say, I was, like, I went to Disneyland. I would just, like, come up with, like, elaborate stories. But, like, I just loved the attention. Honestly, same. But you know? younger. But, yeah. And, like, I, I got older and then I was, like, fuck, I don't want to lie. Like, that, you get caught in that shit. That is so odd. You look like such an idiot. Everyone's, like, why are you yeah. lying? Like, and it's, it's, it's not even anything about, like, it's, like, why did you just lie about where you were? Like, that's so odd. So fucking odd. But I think this the advice the advice rings true. Mm-hmm. Why I don't get why <laughs> Why do people keep these people in their lives that are not good that they don't like that are doing dumb stuff like where do you have the time i'm we're serial ghosters Mm -hmm. like if i don't like someone like first of all i'm like not gonna hang out with you like i'm i'm not gonna i'm gonna suss you out for a fucking long time before we're actually friends like Mm -hmm. it's gonna take a lot and these to me these are people who like it's easy to be they're friends with lots of people and it's like easy to become friends with them and then it's like oh well like you know if like if you keep your circle small you can't stand shit like this you know you can't Mm -hmm. because like you're like i'm not gonna waste like i've got like i've got a small bench i'm not gonna fucking waste my bench with like like billy like the lying asshole like just about everything when you have people that treat you right and you vibe with like it's not even this is a mess like it's it's such these are people who had like big pre-prom groups just like huge groups Mm. of friends Mm. And my pre-prom pictures with Sydney, it's literally like we are just talking to each other, laughing the whole time. And everybody else is like doing these like specific poses and we're like laughing at all of them. Like clearly we were just friends with each other. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think like, you know, 2020 and 2019 and my 26th birthday for all of you is coming up. Um, so this should be the year. My 26th birthday should be the year that all of you get rid of your shitty fucking friends. <laughs> for your birthday. Yeah, that's, that's my, that's, gift. that's what, that is my gift to you. And that's Megan the gift returned. I want from all of you guys is to stop being friends with fucking shitty people. Like, it's just not, it should be, it's a waste it's of time. worth it. Like, who even wants to do that? Like, you could yeah. spend your time with so much other stuff just by yourself, with people you like, watching so Like, just, it's not the stress, the things that I'm hearing mm-hmm. make absolutely no sense. And the shit they bring isn't unique. They're like, oh, they're nice. Lots of people are nice. No. I mean, no. I might not be one of them all the time, but, like, they're nice. If, like, nice is your, like, criteria, 
they're really nice people aren't gonna like oh your boyfriend's in love with me what do I, I would just laugh i'd be like what it's too much. that would have like pissed troll. me off i'm I glad know. i wasn't here that week because she would have got it because that's a mess and I, what do you look like being friends with someone who's talking about they're playing volleyball at hawaii yeah that's what is so the point? weird like that's i'd be like what are you like if you're lying that much i'm like are you hiding like are you like addicted to pills like are you, <laughs> are you like hiding something really really massive that you're yeah. like i need to lie about every other thing in my life how are you are friends with someone you can't trust that's it's crazy so weird what do you talk about like what it's like hey what'd you do today and it's like oh i'm not gonna listen to what you said because it's all fucking lies like exactly. what are you what can you talk about i saved a panda from a freeway <laughs> pile up like what are you <laughs> <laughs> like oh really where he's like oh man I think that's so <laughs> weird he's like going to the beach we're in a landlocked state bro. yeah i flew here my parents were private like what the fuck it's too much that's so weird that's so fucking that's weird. a series yeah oh, someone like, who's a just like a series or something yeah just a pathological my best liar friend the pathological liar and then you find out he's not actually lying and he just like really is like right i gotta get my private jet set. <laughs> he's actually hopping on one and you're like oh my god he can actually like fly the jet oh my god <laughs> and he's got all that shit. he's like yeah i live in a mansion you're like no you fucking don't and then you realize he lit all of that shit yeah like he's like been like in the guest house because he doesn't uh-huh. want it yeah <laughs> oh my god we should write it yeah you should write it i'll be you'll listen to this all day yeah. good god well, that's it for our episode. I'm so sad. You have to come back. That's it? I know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back. You're fucking great. We'll just have you. We'll keep having you on Thanks. over and over and over again. Well, promote your shit. Tell me where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Kingsley, Instagram.com and Twitter.com slash Kingsley with three Ys. Hell fucking yeah. If you guys uh, want to call in for an upcoming episode, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can call us and nope, you can record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Don't Blonde Meme Pod. Patreon, check us out. We have so much bonus exclusive content. It's great. We've got bonus episodes. Mm. All that shit you can only listen to there. Yeah. If you guys love like the <laughs> Don't Blame Them, we do yeah. episodes that are just just Don't Blame Them. Mm-hmm. So check it out. It's a really good time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let check it out on YouTube. Check us out on, if you're watching it, check us out on iTunes. All of that stuff. Cross promo. Check it, check it, check it. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, camera operator Amanda Lechner, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.